on Coruscant, there's no place and no time more dangerous than the mall on Life Day Eve. Uh, you pass by Morgeldum's discount holodisc surplus on your way to the Jolly Toydarians. Toy is capitalized in Toydarian. Pretty good. <laughs> you push through the crowds and find yourself in front of the Jolly Toydarians. Oh boy, I'm not ready for this. Looking in the windows, there are tons of like little moving displays very on theme for life day trees and wookies and, and orbs and, and stuff like that and there's uh, sort of like a, a greeter right in front uh, E walks right in you walk past the flapping wings of the toy dairy and greeter into the large crowd of people inside this small toy store oh there's too many people in here I don't like this one bit just gotta find, find this action figure and I'm out of here so looking around, this store seems to have more unique toys, things that are mechanical and handmade. Probably not the place you're looking for. I wonder if John Chondogus knows that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that John Chondogus would know very much about toys. Let me do a, should I do a perception check? Just roll your intellect. Okay. And we'll make it average. Uh, he does not know that. <laughs> this is not a good place. <laughs> With two threats. Okay. A Toydarian flaps up to you and greets you. Hello. What brings you into our fine establishment? Hello there. Good afternoon. I'm looking for this here action figure, as you can see from this drawing that I've done. Um, sir, I believe you are in the uh, wrong place for that. We here at the Jolly Toydarians specialize in more unique gifts, mechanical pieces, small droids, things that are custom made. Well, what's your competition like in this mall? You gotta know who's got this flashy piece of junk that I'm supposed to buy. Uh, if you are looking for a, a flashy piece of junk, you should probably head over to Chambas. Chambas? Chambas. 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 I think we're saying the same words. Uh, similar words. Uh, can you uh, just point a finger in the direction? Uh, you, you want to head uh, down two levels. It's right next to the big, big fountain. All right there. Very, very good. This is the most pleasant conversation I've had all day. You take care now. It's almost like you did not roll those two threats. It, it almost is like that, isn't it? <laughs> so you leave the Jolly Toyed area and you head down two levels. There are still like those big, those hollow maps every once in a while if you needed to use them. Um, but you spot the large fountain pretty easily. It is very large. It's probably bigger than your apartment. It looks like statues of Nautilans spitting water. There are a lot of people around it. And there are a lot of people around it because Mr. Life Day himself is, uh, is there. You spot a Wookiee wearing a, a big red robe. He's got white hair and a very large Wookiee beard. And all the kids are coming and sitting on his lap and asking for their Life Day presents. And right on the other side, you spot Chombo's Toys and Stuff. Oh, did you look at that? It's Mr. Life Day over there. <laughs> is that what his name is? Is it Mr. Life Day? I mean, I mean, that's what we always called him when I was growing up. We just called him Mr. Life Day. Well, yeah, whatever it is in Wookiee is too hard to pronounce. Yeah, I can't remember. John Chon cannot remember. So he refers to him as Mr. Life Day. So you head over to Chamba's Toys and Stuff? Yep. It's an N, by the way. Toys and N stuff. Toys and stuff. Yeah. Yep. He's gonna head on. He's gonna head on in. This store is very different. It's got big uh, fluorescent lights in the ceiling. It's still as crowded, and the shelves are looking a little bare than you would really hope. This is not a good sign. I'm about to get upset. <laughs> you do spot some Mando Man stuff, though. Mando Man stuff. That's where I'm heading. Yeah. Push through the people. Hey. 
And excuse me, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Hey. And make your way towards the back. This one's got a cardboard cutout of Mando Man waving slowly. And the shelves have disruptor rifles. They have his gauntlets that shoot little rockets. And they have about a hundred Baxters. This is this is this is making me a little bit upset. I think I'm gonna have to speak to somebody. I gotta ask some questions. Who works here? You work here? I don't work here. The guy in the you blue work- vest. Hey, you with the blue vest. I need some customer service, please. The nearest person in a blue vest is behind a counter that says customer service, and they are a hut. Ah, oh, jeez. This is all I need. All right. Hello. Hello. I would like you to tell me where you're keeping your Mando men. <laughs> Mando men? Yes. Yeah, we haven't had a Mando man here in, in about a month. So you're telling me that you don't have a Mando man, that means you also don't have any Mando men. There are no Mando man action figures in this store. What's, we got plenty of Baxter. All right. Got to take a look at this. Don't get Baxter. That's what it says. Don't There's get no Baxter. No, yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, so, I can offer uh, you a rain check. No, no, no. You are customer service, and I need you to serve me, the customer, some Mando Man. And I need you to do that PDQ. Pretty darn quick, buddy. Buster Brown. <laughs> uh, well, someone just walked out with, with someone they had on hold. But tell me that there's Mando Man. I mean, it's, it's gone. Someone just walked out with it. Out, out does not mean gone, my friend. Walked out the door after purchasing it. What has been purchased can always be repurchased by me, John Chandongas. What do they look like? Uh, it was a lady wearing a really big hat. How? Uh, how big? What color? It was a very large red leather hat. This should be unmistakable. Uh, which? Anything else? No, unless you want a rain check or to order one in. Bye. (laughs) And John John Nuggets runs towards the front door, pushing more people out of his way, and is on the lookout for a person in a big red hat. So you're in the mall, you're next to the fountain, you see Mr. Life Day, uh, and a bunch of other weird stores like Wookie Books. So you, you do spot someone with a large red leather hat and they are walking uh, across this center mall area um, past Mr. Life Day. Um, He's going to hurry over as fast as he can to get a best vantage point for how he's going to attack this person. (laughs) So they are walking across this big central area. It's pretty crowded still. They're walking towards like an indoor playground kind of thing. So are we on the same platform? Yeah. But and it, what's separating us? Just people? Just people. All right. Well, he's going to start pushing his way through people to get closer. Mm-hmm. And while he's doing that, he's going to have to think about a better way to get to them faster. <clears throat> he's probably doing that, like, very rudely. And people are like, hey, hey watch it, bud. Excuse me. I just am trying to get Mando Man. You hey, know how it is. Own, own the road here? Watch. Yes, I own the road here. Thanks for asking a stupid question. Merry Life Day. Pardon me. One thing you do notice about all these people is that nobody's happy. Yeah, this is this is a nightmare. <laughs> Get me out of here. I'll do anything. I will do anything to get this Mr. Mando man. Oh boy, I gotta get a bird too. What was it, a chip dip? <laughs> Pretty close. I gotta get chip dip. I gotta get Mando man. This is the worst Life Day Eve I've ever had. You know, it probably would have been good if I had gotten a survival. <laughs> right? Like what are you I could do, to do like a like a difficult terrain check. Uh well in the city we would probably use streetwise. Hmm. To navigate through terrain? Mm-hmm. Alright. He isn't okay streetwise. Let me do a streetwise check to try and navigate through all these people a little bit quicker. Okay. Average. Okay. He's rolling 
lousy today. Total wash. Total wash. You are gaining very little ground on this person, and they start going up an escalator. Oh, jeez. He looks around. Is there any? Is there a different else? Uh, escalator near me yeah there is there's one a little bit closer um that you'd be able to also watch the other one he gets as close as he can to this other escalator Mm -hmm. and he can't it's i I don't think he can quite make it to the uh can, can he make it to the steps yeah okay he's gonna get on another escalator parallel to this person yeah so you are both one level up now um lots more stores you're actually closer to the food court now you smell the delicious smell of tip and noodles. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I'm very hungry. I have not eaten anything all day today. <laughs> That'll be all right. I'll eat some chip dip later. <laughs> chip dip. <laughs> some kind of bird. It sounds fine. I think to gain some ground, he's going to... Is it like a little bit easier to move in the through the food court? Yeah. Because there's the like more seated sitting. people. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to actually try and run across a couple tables. All right. So John starts running through the food court. So it's like there's the the pathway that's next to the food court, and then there's the food court. He just goes off to the side and tries to get parallel with this person who's on the pathway adjacent to the food court. Are you actually jumping mm-hmm. over tables? Yes. Are you really going to roll some more dice and fail? Yes, he's got to succeed. All right, do an athletics that is, I'd say for John, it's easy. Yeah, he's actually very good at athletics. Just got to have some successes here on the table. Okay, he got a success with three advantages. Okay, so John jumps over someone's table, spilling noodles all over their lap, jumps over another table, spills somebody's Jawa juice all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then he jumps over the the railing that separates the food court from the walkway. And you are right behind this person in a big red hat. Does that use my advantages? No, what would you like to do with your advantages? He jumped over one table and grabbed a burger off someone's table. Yeah, a shack burger. A shack burger, and he's he's just eating it right now yeah. while, he, while he's in pursuit. It unfortunately has um, space pickles on it. Oh, space pickles? No, thank you. You drop them in someone else's Jawa <laughs> juice. He drops them in the jar juice as he's waiting over there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right behind the person in the big red hat. Excuse me, pardon me, Mr. Mrs. Big Red Hat. person turns around. They are a Zexto. They're pretty small, with four arms, very white skin, long neck, and tiny head with big black eyes. Their hat is basically a really long leather paper towel tube. Oh, I just wanted to compliment you on how lovely I think your hat is. Are you being sarcastic? Who, me? Being sarcastic? Of course not. Fine, what else do you want? What's that you've got in your, uh, that bag there? You can't have my bag. And she pulls it closer to her. But, uh, you haven't, uh, listened to my proposition yet. Are you trying to rob me? No, no, I'm trying to come up with a, a deal that we can make here. I'm trying to come to a, a civil agreement, if you will. What is it? Well, I'd like to purchase your Mando Man, if you don't mind me asking to. You want to purchase my Mando Man? Well, isn't, don't you have one? She looks down at her bag. Yeah? Well, I'd like to make you an offer that you would not want to refuse. Are you threatening me? She scowls at you. Of course not. Do I look like a threatening guy here with me and my peppy stick? <laughs> she looks down at your peppy stick. What do you want? Oh, I'd like to. I'd like to make a deal and walk away with that Mando Man, if you don't mind. She thinks about it for a second. How much do you have? Well, let's see here. I will offer you. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four. 50 Republic credits. What do you say? 50 Republic credits? No thank you, sir. I will not disappoint my grandchildren for 50 Republic credits. Alright, let's call it 55. This is insulting, and she turns away. Wait, wait, wait. He's gonna use the hook on his pebble stick to (laughs) grab the (laughs) handle of her bag. And she snatches it back and clutches it close to her. 
Miss, you, you've got to listen to reason here. I can still go higher than 55. Well, you're going to have to. All right. Let's call it 75. What do you say? If you'll leave me alone, fine. All right. Here you go. Hands her she a takes your credits. Couple, couple pieces of plastic. She counts them. She hands you the, the bag, the shopping bag that says Chamba's toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And walks away. All right. Let's take a look at what I just spent 75 credits on. You open the bag, and you see Mando Man. There he is. My man. The Mando Man. It's got one of those little um, circles in the plastic where you can push the button to hear him talk. Yeah, just push the button here and see what he says. Jiska dosuki kupa monanya. That's weird. Is that what he's supposed to sound like? I mean, I don't really know anything about Mando Man. <laughs> you look at the package... And it's all in hoodies. Who's this? this is, what's this hoodies? This is not right. This is not right. Maybe I can change it if I, if I can I change the setting in the back or something. Is there a clicking button? You open it up. No, there isn't a clicking button. Oh no, this isn't right at all. Giasta do puño. Someone's gotta. I gotta be able to exchange this or something. Lil' Beto's gonna want this to speak basic. I am fairly certain about that. I don't know much, but I but I do know that. Well, I gotta go... I guess I... I gotta return this or something? See if they got a replacement? They said they don't have one. So you are uh, in the space between the food court and a balcony that's looking down into that area with the fountain. You can see Chamba's toys and stuff. You can see Wookiee books. You see... Uh, Mr. Life Day. I gotta, I gotta feel like Mr. Life Day's gotta have an answer here, right? <laughs> I don't think he would probably even say that. Oh boy. <laughs> I feel like it has to happen. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna say that he is kind of, he's gonna head back down to gonna head back down to the big fountain or Chamba's toys and stuff he's heading back in the same direction yeah you head back down the escalator there are still large crowds of unhappy people um long line waiting for Mr. Life Day and Chamba's toys and stuff the hut behind the customer service counter alright my friend here I have this broken worthless Mando man and it doesn't have all of the components that I need it to have. It speaks her own language. I mean, Huddies is okay. It's just not what I need. What can I do to get what I need? I could offer you a return. No, no. I need a replacement, please. Like I what told is... you before, we don't have any. Oh, like I told you before. We got plenty start... of Baxters. No, that does not work for me. And like I said, I'm starting to get upset. When I get upset, I tend to have an incident. You don't need an incident here on Life Day Eve, my friend. You can ask old uh, Chevin, the Chevin, what happens when I get upset, okay? Things don't end very well for anybody, me included. Wait. See his tan line? Yes. I've, I've seen you before. You're that guy. Uh... You probably haven't seen me. I don't go out of the house that much. You're that future four galactic guy. Say what? No, I've never been associated with them, and I never will be. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of them. Terrible. Nothing. Mitch. Nobody to me. Mitch, it's that future four galactic guy. A Snivian turns around. Uh, who's that? Who's the future forward galactic guy. The guy you, you know, like, drove a truck through a building. Oh, it's that guy. Hey, no guy. court, no court of law could ever prove that I was there or did that. And what you're saying is accusatory and false. So if you please re refrain from using my name attached to that, that would be appreciated. What was that guy's Mitch, name? It's lovely to meet you. Is it, uh, is it Shandangus? I think it was John, John Shandagus. That, uh... Are you, are you John Shandagus? I have, I have, I go by many names, but yes, that is, uh, 
That is my birth name, is John Chondongus. <laughs> what can I do for you? That was pretty cool what you did. Sticking it to the man. Well, the man... Sometimes, sometimes the man needs the pebble stick to do it. If you know what I mean. Um, I want you to do a leadership check with a boost, please. Okay. My leadership is very, very bad. <laughs> That's why I'm giving you boost. Okay, and what's my difficulty? Average. They're, they're, they're hanging on my every word. Maybe we'll get lucky. I did. I got one threat. With <laughs> my leadership. Okay, these two are uh, hanging on your every word. They love that you, like, showed the man who was boss. And they are neglecting their their work duties and their manager comes out who is a uh, Dawatan. So he's like eight feet tall. He's got yellow orange skin. He's lizardy. He's got big horns coming out of his chin and he's very, very bald. Very, very tall, broad, wearing a very small blue vest. Hey you two get back to work. Sir, is there anything I can help you with? These two these two young gentlemen were just helping me just fine and they were doing their job. I don't know why you're telling them to get back to work. They're serving me, the customer. Uh, so maybe you can help me, mister. With what? Replacing this slightly malfunctioned Mando man. He takes it from you. What's wrong with it? I need it. I need the basic models. It's the Huddies model. It's no good the little, little Beto. Uh, he pushes the button in the middle. Um, and it says, She's got Dosuki Koopa Mo Nanya. I don't see anything wrong with this. Works just fine. Excuse me, I'm the customer. I decide when it's fine and when it's when it's all incorrect. The customer is always right, but it's just a bunch of crap. It's not. This is not quite right. It's, it's not real. We don't. We don't do that. You don't do what? You know. The customer is not always right. Oh, now you're pushing my buttons, buddy. I'm just I'm just about as angry as I can get without having having an incident. See his pebu stick here? It's got your name on it. Push your buttons, huh? He reaches out with one finger, pushes you in the chest. I'm gonna do a coercion check. Okay. So I just upgraded. Yeah, your coercion check. You're upgrading? I I just upgraded. I just bought oh. an extra rank in it at the right game. It's gonna be two purples. Do I get a boost for being pushed as far as I can go? No. He's not, uh, he's not buying it. Oh, wow. I got two failures, a advantage, mm -hmm. and a triumph. So no successes. No. I'm afraid we don't have what you're looking for. Now we can do the return, or I can call my friends over there. He points to a security guard. It's a Troig. Two heads. Four arms. Well, this guy's got two heads. Probably twice as helpful as you are, buddy. So, uh... Do you want to do a man. return, or do you want to leave? You know what? Let me, uh, let me process that return with my two chums over here, these guys I was just talking to. So the Dawatan manager sort of stands behind you with his arms crossed, and you do the return with the hut, and uh, he says, Good, cool job. Keep sticking it to the man, man. And he gives you your... 30 credits and the the big guy keeps standing behind you as uh if i mean are you leaving the store you guys got you guys got one of those tip dip birds here no this is a toy store never mind bye <laughs> what do you want to do with your triumph i was hoping i could actually before i leave let me ask the hut like hey uh speaking of sticking it to the man yeah they got any of those mando mans in the background uh, here that they got some on the shelf they got one in wait, like on a layaway for somebody. I could maybe like, I could just borrow for a couple hours. He says, "You know what? I get off in a half an hour. You meet me around back. You meet me around back, and I think we can, I think we can work something out." All right, buddy. What's your name, by the way? It's a, it's a, it's Panda. Panda, huh? Panda. Panda the hut. All right. Well, I'll see you in the back in like a half hour. All right. Yeah. yeah. One half hour later. It takes you the entire half hour to walk back through the wall, the mall and walk around the mall. 
and you end up in uh, a receiving area where speeder trucks are driven in and stuff is unpacked. And uh, Panda and Mitch are both hanging out there. Mitch smoking a death stick. So yeah, they're just hanging out there waiting for you. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, dudes? Hey. Uh, What's up? So you said you might have some kind of lead about the whereabouts of one of these Mendo mans. I think I know where we can get one. And uh, where's that? There's this guy. And uh, he, uh, when something falls off a truck, he usually gets it. Uh, I think I can hook you up with him. So- sounds like a plan to me, boys. It's probably going to cost you a bit. I mean, we, we think you're cool, but he doesn't know you, so it's probably going probably gonna to cost something. Well, let's just say I, uh, I probably got, I probably got enough for this kind of thing, so, uh, just lead the way. Did you walk around back or did you drive around back? I think I probably drove. Yeah. So that we could all drive, because I wasn't sure if they had cars or not. Yeah. Panda hops in the back seat. The tail of the speeder is almost dragging on the ground right now. Mitch hops in the, the passenger. All right, uh, it's going to be two lefts, then a right, then another left, and then we're going to go down the alley. Probably going to end up near uh, near uh, Nushida. You know the way? I mean, I do know the way, but... I just go out, just go out here. Uh, just go straight. All right, now take a left. No, not that left. This left. Take that left. All right. And before long, there's, there's a screen wipe. And you pull into an alley. Mitch gets out of the car. You, uh, you wait here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if we can, this is, yeah, you just wait here. And he walks up to a door, and he does this knock that's two short knocks. One long knock with a pause, followed by two more short knocks. And a little window slides open, and some eyes look out, and it closes, and the door opens. What's up, Mitch? Hey, uh, we got somebody you need to need the thing that uh, you might have. Can we come in? Yeah, sure. And Mitch gestures at you to to follow him in. All right, thank you, Mitch. This is not the not the first time I've been in a situation with this and the knocks and whatnot, but uh, it's still shady, I guess. Uh, I'll see. It's it's see a little kinda... shady, but uh, it's fine. It's not that it's not that weird. Alright, I'm trusting you Panda So let's, uh, let's take a look at what they got They got a Mando man And they got uh, They got a couple credits coming their way Let's take a look So you walk into a very large warehouse It is filled With uh, Electronics and Like hollow TVs And all sorts of stuff that Probably should be in, in real stores And all the people in here look pretty Pretty shady all of the types of aliens that worked for Jabba the Hutt are present in this place. A tall Gamorrean walks up to you. What do you need? All right, just take a quick look at this picture. Yeah, Mando Man. Yeah, I got that. See this? Don't get back, sir. I need Mando Man, and I need it to speak in basic, if you please. I got that. Are you sure you Are you sure you got that? Yeah, I'll f- throw in a Baxter. All right, you throw in a Baxter. 300 credits. First, I gotta see the Mando Man. He gestures at a large pile of Mando Men. I got 100 of them. I want you to take that out of the box, and you gotta press the button. He picks it up off the off the pile, push, puts his finger through the little plastic hole, which barely fits, and it says, Keep your suction cups where I can see them. Well, as far as I can tell, that's how Mando Man sounds. So I'm ready to trust you. Yep, 300 credits. And he grabs a, a Baxter off the pile. He pushes the button, and it says, uh, Great job, Mando Man. Couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> it's all support lines. <laughs> Baxter never does anything. Nice shot, Mando Man. What do you say? All right, I'm ready to take, I'm ready to take this deal. Cool. Uh, 300. He gets out 300 credits. Uh, this guy puts it in a flimsy bag and passes it to you and takes your 300 credits. Nice doing business with you. Yeah, the uh, pleasure was all mine. You keep a lovely company. I'll have to remember this place. I'll come back here. As you say that, 
I'm gonna flip a dark side point because what John Chondagas episode can happen without some sort of fight breaking out. I flip a dark side point because you hear a loud bang on that door that you came through and you hear a voice yelling, this is the police, open up. And all the scummy looking people in here start scrambling and the banging continues. We know you're in there, AJ. You can't hide from us forever. He's going to do a perception check right now. My perception is not that good. What are you trying to perceive? I'm trying to perceive construction equipment of any kind. Any kind of industrial equipment. Okay. Can I have a boost for knowing what I'm looking for? Yeah, uh, average. Okay. Alright, for the first game, for the first time all game, I have two successes. Okay, what do you see? There is a loading crane. Mm-hmm. That has been loading pallets of boxes full of toys and probably other illegal merchandise. Yeah. Hollow disc players, everything you get everything you can think of. John Chandagas is using this in some way to get get the heck out of here and avoid the cops. Alright. So he, John Chandagas starts running towards it. That banging on the door turns into a one big loud crash. And the door comes in. So, unlike Jingle All the Way, if this happened, everybody would be shooting each other in the Star Wars universe. What, just tell me what John Chundagas does, and then I'm going to say what happens. Okay, maybe they wouldn't, but he's going to run for the uh, operating chair of this giant um, lift. Okay, so as you run, you see the like red lasers of uh, like laser sights moving throughout the b- building. And you start to see the blue rings of stun blasts hitting the, the scummy people who are running around. And, and you run into the into the cockpit of this repulsor crane. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not getting arrested today. This is the last thing I need. I gotta get home. Gotta get this to Lil' Beto. Tiffany's gonna forgive me. Everything's gonna be okay. A-okay. So this building is a big, big warehouse. And in the ceiling, there are skylights. There's a catwalk that goes around the outside edge, too. And it looks like there's an office with windows looking out on the floor. And it doesn't look like anyone's using that office. It actually doesn't look like anyone's used that office in years. He is going to swing around a very tall arm of this lift. Mm -hmm. And he's going to try and lift, extend it all the way up through a skylight in the ceiling. Okay. Um, that should be a piloting planetary with a boost because it's construction equipment. Okay. And we'll make it average and cross our fingers. Yeah. Hopefully it won't fail because it just makes things terrible. Let's see. Piloting planetary. Okie dokie. He finally, he's, he's usually lucky. He's usually luckier than Lucky the Clone. Mm-hmm. This is like just... The perfect roll. So two success, uh, three advantage, and a triumph. Okay, so what happens? So um, he gets into the chair. Blasts are flying kind of by him pretty wide. They're a little bit far away. He's a little bit far away from the door that they busted in. Yeah, and actually, uh, stun blasts only work at close range, so you're probably far enough away at this point that they're not going to be able to do much to you. They're just sort of dissipating into the air. Yeah. They're, they're so uh, wide. He pivots the seat and the cockpit, I guess, and the arm kind of travels around right underneath one of the skylights. Very intuitively, he shoots the arm up, crashing through the glass of the skylight. Some of the folks, the scoundrels in the room, kind of turned to look at the noise, but only for a second before going back to fighting the intruding officers. Some of them have grabbed toy gappy sticks and things and are trying to trying to fight yeah yeah they're trying to fight lots of people are getting arrested mm-hmm. i'm gonna say with this many advantages and a triumph he sends this this lift arm through a skylight and within a minute or two he gets out he climbs all the way up yeah and he climbs out the skylight and on basically the roof yeah. of this building now and since you are downtown near New Shaddaa, you're actually in a place where you can see the, the sky. 
and it looks like it's pretty getting pretty dark. Oh, jeez. What time is it right now? <laughs> Mitch yells up, it's 5.45. And then he gets shot by a stun bolt. All right. Well, good luck, Mitch. I've been there before. You're going to be just fine. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> so you get to the edge of the building, and you can see that your speeder is still there. And the alley is blocked on one side by clone cruisers but it looks like all the clones are inside the building right now. Alright, well I made this as easy as it possibly could be, but I'm just gonna be a little cautious. So, can I travel down like a fire escape sort of situation or yep, some scaffolding? There's, there's definitely a fire escape. I'm gonna do, can I do a stealth check to see if I, if yeah. I can do it without being noticed? Yeah, let's do average with a boost because if anybody is outside, they're still in their cruisers. Okay. Yeah, I did pretty well. I got four successes, but with two threat. Okay, so you get down to your speeder and get in. You turn the key in the ignition, and you hear it go. <laughs> and it does that two times, and it's very loud before it starts. And as you round the corner, you spot a clone trooper who uh, whose helmet is covered in paint. Peek his head around out, out of the uh, out of the door to this place that had been smashed in, and you hear the the distant yell. Hey, I think someone's getting away. Oh, this guy again. Uh, well, uh, I hope he I hope he's not driving that same spear. It's all covered in paint. It's going to be real hard for him to see. Well, good luck to him, because I'm out of here. <laughs> John Chondagas has got his prize. <laughs> he cranks on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing? It's uh, it's the core drivers. <laughs> oh, the core drivers again. <laughs> it's, the the local station just has them on repeat. They've been touring all over Coruscant. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love his song. This is a good one. He turns it up even louder. <laughs> so, I know John Chondagas passed his stealth check to climb down the building, but I'm still gonna flip my dark side point to light so now you have three light side points and a life day miracle if you need to use it i don't know if i will but i thought it was it's pretty funny <laughs> and you get about half a mile away and you hear distant siren start up oh boy they better be heading to that warehouse and not coming after me and you turn and look in your rearview mirror and there are lights behind you jeez oh, this is all i need what part of town does uh, Tiffany live in? Just gonna take us a couple of miles over to Serrano Heights. And, uh, oh no. I'm not gonna get that bird. <laughs> you probably get it at like a good corner store. Oh boy, I'm gonna need a life day miracle to get that bird. So, would you take the, would you take the streets or the sky lanes? I think the sky lanes would be like taking the highway. Hmm. Well, the sky Skylines would be faster. The streets might... Unless there's traffic. Trip. Yeah. Oh, there's so much traffic on Life Dave. Better take a streets. You start driving along the streets of New Shada towards Sereno Heights. As you drive along, you see those lights in your rear view getting a little bit closer. And if you want to outmaneuver them, it's going to be piloting planetary. I'm going to have to do something to get rid of these, these boys. Oh, this isn't... This isn't John Shondongas' first rodeo. I can probably figure something out. Uh, let's make it average with a boost for reasons. A boost because John Shondongas has a plan. He's a man of streets. He knows how to navigate the streets. That was a bad roll, but I still passed with a success of two advantages. Okay, so the clone cruiser comes up a little bit closer to you. You can see that uh, there's a clone with some paint on his mask leaning out of the side of it while driving because the entire front window is covered in paint. And there's uh, a little hole on the other side where you can see uh, another clone sort of trying to look out of a hole in the window to get a good view of the road. And how does John, John Dongus lose these clones 
So they are, both cars are kind of veering through objects. There's a lot of... There's a, a lot of other cars, other speeders on the road. That's right. They are veering over other speeders. Going over and uh, under. Over and under. And they come up on a... A truck full of manure. Something like that. A long transport vehicle. Mm-hmm. It uh, has a very long top. It's, it's a it's a Coruscant bus. Okay. And John Chandagas goes up over and rides the top of the bus like a ramp and shoots his car up into the sky and down just just faster than uh than these clones can navigate yeah so the bus is coming up on a um so the road sort of makes a t and Mm -hmm. john comes up behind it and uses the bus as a ramp to shoot over the top of the t over the buildings and into the road on the other side Mm-hmm. And he got two advantages. Uh-huh. I'm going to spend those advantages mm-hmm. by saying that he lands pretty safely. His car kind of hits the ground, skids a little bit, but he's pretty safe because he has landed in a pretty open area, which is a parking lot Okay. to a local supermarket. Perfect. On the other side of the T, we see the clone cruiser sort of fishtail and come to a stop, and the... Uh, clones say the one clone says the other Griff you lost him I guess I'm going on foot from here on out gonna huff it cause I gotta I got get that bird <laughs> without that bird none of this will have been worth it <laughs> you, you head into the supermarket it's called Feenstra's yeah, I mean you just like walk through and go into the the, the butcher deli section and you, you spot the you spot some tip yip and you spot some chip dip he he instantly walks all the way to the back he knows where it probably is they got was keto it, they got tip yip they got chip dip they got was it was it tip dip or was it chip dip I, it's just so hard to remember this has been a really long busy day it's kind of crowded in here too everybody's trying to cook a cook a life day feast i just oh boy well it was a bird You've noticed that um, some places have been clearing out a little bit. It seems like everybody's probably home or wherever they're going to go by now. All right. Well, I've got my pick. My pick of the chip dip or a tip dip. All right. Let me let me use some simple reasoning here. It's a bird. <laughs> so I think I know what it is. It's this thing here. This is a good one. This is like a pretty good. It's like a medium weight. It's about 13 pounds. That's probably pretty good. You got about. We got about eight or nine people feed a soup. Be fine. The big chicken. It's a very large bird. It is a chicken. Uh, a tip yip is an indoor chicken. This, this must be genetically modified. <laughs> this is the biggest bird I've ever seen in my entire life. You get to the checkout. It, the lines are still pretty long here, but you get out at about uh, about six thirty. All right, things are looking good, and you know that you're you're probably not going to make it to Tiffany's house before they leave for the pageant so you might have to you're probably gonna have to go straight to Beto's school gotta make the pageant that that is a must can't let down little Beto so you you drive the streets of uh of Sereno Heights and eventually find Beto's school Safia Elementary you you walk in it's pretty much it's like seven on the dot and you need to tip you up in the car you be good now little tip dip Stay cool. You head in and the the lights are off already. And it looks like most of the seats are full. But you spot Tiffany pretty easily and find your seat. Tiffany, look what I look what I got. You're gonna be so happy. Obito's gonna have the best life day he's ever had. I swear to you. <laughs> he's almost on. Okay, I just want you to be very proud of me, because I've done but, uh, he did good. You should have got it three weeks ago, but he did good. Well, you know, I, I was under house arrest, so maybe you were asking a lot. I'm just saying. Shh, Beto's on. And you look up at the stage, and you see Beto come out in his burgundy robe and a white Wookiee mask. He's playing Mr. Life Day in the Life Day pageant. <laughs> 
Oh, look at that. It's Mr. Life Days. That's good. Um, there are lots of songs, and it's a, it's a wonderful, joyous occasion. And everybody they... is real happy, and they all clap at the end. There's one last song, and all the kids come out on stage in their Burgundy Life Day robes and hold their glowing snow globes over their head and sing a song. And it is uh, probably one of the most boring and horrendous things that John Sean August has ever seen. Add like thought, thought noise, like concealed, like bubble. <laughs> oh, geez, this is a nightmare. <laughs> they have like skit. They have this like cantina skit. There's uh, something about a uh, there's, there's actually a Mando Man skit. There's this whole thing with Wookiees and it's all in Shirawook. So like you hear a couple of Wookiees in the in the audience laughing every once in a while, but everyone else, nobody else knows what's going on. John John Chondongas is looking at a program and just looking around aimlessly in the room at other people and trying to figure out how they understand what's happening. But eventually, thankfully, it ends. And everybody stands up and applauds, and the kids all come out and bow. You meet Beto after the show in the lobby of the, the, the front lobby of the school. Oh, c- congratulations, Beto. That was one of the longest things I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you came, John. Oh, I told you I'd make it, little Beto. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best life day ever. Uh, just you wait, little Beto. You want to you wanna describe what the rest of life day is like? <laughs> So uh, the three of them go back to Tiffany's house where John Chondongas properly wraps Beto's Mando Man and also his Baxter. <laughs> I had to read the piece of paper to remember what I wasn't supposed to buy, but bought. Beto wakes up on Life Day morning and opens his official Mando Man with rocket launcher arm and the cape and the stringy hand. And also Psychic Baxter, who says, insert thing I said earlier. Something something uh, praising Mando Man. Mando Man says, you're in trouble now. He sure is, Mando Man. So dumb. (laughs) So dumb. It would be like totally worthless to own that without Mando Man. And you would also have to to line up the sound bites. (laughs) Yeah, Baxter doesn't work unless you have a Mando Man. It's like they... That's right. Maybe it's like they've got a little chip in them that responds to having the other toy. That'd be pretty cool. Uh-huh. Never how it's ever worked. Yeah. I'd say that they all assist in cooking the feast, and they ha- they eat a lovely uh, tip-dip, roasted tip-dip. Tip-yip. Tip-yip. And uh, yep. the next day, a uh, very paint-covered clone knocks on John Chondongus' door. <laughs> <laughs> A paint-covered clone knocks on John Chondagas' door and hands him an ice scraper and says, I think you dropped this. Oh, nice to meet you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Doug for playing John Chondagas. Check out Doug's art at voidboy.art. Our music is by Mark Eberhardt. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, or you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the podcast and want to show your support? You can leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Nights, or you can visit us on Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash Nights. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to say a few things at the end of this episode. This episode marks the one-year anniversary of Coruscant Nights. We've had over 60 episodes featuring 22 different players. We've had over 10,500 downloads. We've got over 600 followers on Twitter, 130 on Instagram, and dozens of friends and fans who chat with us daily on Discord. If I could thank every single one of those people, I would. Since I can't, I'd like to say thanks to some of you. Ben, our first fan, AJ, Adam, Dwayne, Paul, Sarah, Halo. Thanks to all the great podcasts we've met along the way, especially the GMs and players from Force Major and Flight Risk. 
and I'd like to thank my core group of players, Doug, Nikki, Mary Francis. My last thanks is to my wife, Nikki, a self-described podcast widow, who you may know as Mimi. If you've been following along on Twitter and Discord, you may already know this. We'll be taking a short break in conjunction with the holidays, but we'll be back for the final arc of Season 1 in the first week of January. Meryl Katunka and I have got an exciting episode in store for you. After that, there will be another break as we gear up and get recording for Season 2. There are exciting things in store, and we're so excited to have you along for the ride. When was the last time you watched the Star Wars Holiday Special? Oh no, I forget what they decorate with. I watched it like a week ago. I watched the highlights, which means I watched about Oof. 10 minutes of it. Just skip the skip all the performances except for B. Arthur's uh, song, which is still pretty rough. It's about nine minutes long. That song? Yeah. I believe it. Um, it's hardly a song. It's like it's like a script where she just introduces she, everybody in the cantina. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so can what are the dec- are there like specific decorations in like the Wookiee household? So there aren't. But at the end, okay. they all put on red robes and hold up snow globes. Um, and then Princess Leia sings a song. Oh yeah, that's tough. That's a cringy moment. And, and C-3PO is like, I wish I had emotions. <laughs> but I'm just C-3PO. Human-cyborg relations. And that makes me very sad. That makes me sad that I don't have emotions. down to Morgeldems, Pepu Sticks and Pepu Sticks. We no longer sell music. The music business has failed. But you're in luck. A shipment of over 5,000 Pepu Sticks has just come in, and we're practically giving them away. We have long Pepu Sticks. We've got short Pepu Sticks. We've got fat Pepu Sticks. We've got other Pepu Sticks. We've got yellow Pepu Sticks. We've got brown Pepu Sticks. We've got more Pepu Sticks than you can shake a Pepu Stick at. That's right. And for a limited time, two Pepu Sticks for the price of just one. Two short Pepu Sticks for just the price of one long one. So come on down to Morgeldems. Pepu Sticks and Pepu Sticks. That's Morgul, Dems, Pepu, Sticks, and Pepu, Sticks.